Welcome to the Virtual Assistant Advantage Podcast, the podcast for newbie, aspiring, and experienced virtual assistants. This podcast is for the virtual assistant who wishes to grow their business and pursue additional income streams. I'm your host, Christian Virtual Assistant Alicia Avant, and I have been a VA for the past 12 plus years. I'm excited about sharing my experience, my struggles, and my journey with you on this podcast. Welcome! Welcome to this latest episode of the Virtual Assistant Advantage. I am your host, Alicia Avant, and today we are going to be talking about possible niches for the virtual assistant. So, first of all, let's address the topic of or the idea of whether or not this word should be pronounced niche or niche. So, I'm going to spell it for you because I know that my accent, my wonderful southern accent, is probably throwing some of you off a little bit. So, I am talking about the word N-I-C-H-E. And I say niche. Some people say niche. I don't know if there's another um, way to pronounce this word, but let's decide what is a virtual assistant niche. So we're going to just take the good old Webster's Dictionary definition and your niche is the situation in which a business's products or services can be successfully sold to a particular kind or group of people. Another word for a niche is a target market being those that you desire to work work with. So in the world of virtual assistant work, this can be just about anyone. Honestly, (laughs) the possibilities are endless. So that makes it both a great thing and it makes it a difficult thing because of the fact that there are so many options so, you know, options, too many options overwhelm a person. So, But choosing a niche is important because it not only determines who you will work with, but also it may determine the types of services you are able to provide for your clients. The reason being is that not every group of people out there needs the t- same type of services. Sometimes I recommend reversing the order of these choices so that you can determine what you're going to offer first and then decide which niche would be most likely to use what you are offering. So you can do any quick search engine search. Go to Google, go to Pinterest, go to YouTube, which are all great search engines, by the way, if you did not realize that Pinterest and YouTube are great places to search. And if you go over there and you type in the words virtual assistant niche, you are going to get tons of options. Just to name a few of these, you might get social media virtual assistant, event planning virtual assistant, transcription virtual assistant, real estate virtual assistant, bookkeeping virtual assistant, author assistant. So, There are many, many more. However, 
I highly recommend as a VA who has been in business for 12 plus years that you want to choose a virtual assistant niche and you want to choose something that can make you stand out from everyone else. The more unique you can make your services without reinventing the wheel, of course, the better. So these are um, just a few of the options that are available out there as a VA. There are clients out there for just about any and every virtual assistant service that you can imagine offering. So you can get creative and don't give up on this because there are so many available options. Don't give up on finding the niche that is perfect for you. Here is a couple of ways that I recommend people who are trying to determine their virtual assistant niche, determining what they want to choose. I would sit down and write out a list of skills that you have and what those skills would turn into as services. Then you can brainstorm or even do research to see what particular group of people would utilize those services. You can ask in Facebook groups or LinkedIn groups or even just on Facebook and LinkedIn, you can ask who uses particular services and this will help you to find your perfect virtual assistant niche. I'm going to give you my example and how I determined my virtual assistant niche. So when I first got into this business, I honestly did not realize that that was what I was even doing. So let me share just a snippet of my story to help you to understand how I narrowed things down. Back in 2007, when I was looking to work online and to make an income, I had obviously already been online just as an everyday person, and at the time, I had recently started a mom blog. The purpose of my mom blog was to just record stuff about my family. I was a new mom. I had been a mom for about four years, and I was about to have my second child, and I'd written some articles and things like that on the blog But I also had recently began a ministry type blog talking about relationships with mothers and daughters and how moms could help their daughters to grow in their relationship with Christ. I went on to a work at home mom forum back then. Instead of Facebook groups, we had what I like to call old school forums and went on one of those to ask a question about how I could use the specific skills that I already had to make an income from home. Luckily, one of the women who read this post in the forum was familiar with me and she was familiar with my writing. So she reached out to me and asked me if I could create some articles for her, write some articles. What ended up she wanted to do was to put her name on the articles that I wrote, meaning that these articles would be known as ghost-written articles. I wrote the articles, but she would claim credit for the work. Therefore, she paid me for this. I spent my first three years in business ghost-writing articles and blog posts. So, basically, I was a virtual assistant 
ghostwriter, if you will. But I didn't even know the terminology of virtual assistant at the time. However, I do consider that the start of my VA business. My niche was pretty simple. I needed to write articles for people who wanted to claim credit for those articles. And at that point in time, most of the articles I was writing were mom-related. So I wrote for mom bloggers. Mom bloggers ended up being my niche. However, over time, obviously that has changed quite a bit. It wasn't a few years later. I realized I did not want to continue to only ghostwrite. I wanted to add other skills to my repertoire or to my business and began teaching or learning other skills such as WordPress and social media. Over the years, that helped to change my niche and I determined I would really like to work with authors. You see, I wanted to become a published author myself and working with authors allowed me to see behind the scenes of what an author had to do, where they needed help, and such as that. And that helped me to to become an author myself, a published author myself, but it also helped me to form a business that was unique from other VAs. That's a couple of ways that I determined my virtual assistant niche in different stages of my business and how I would recommend you going about doing so as well. Remember, you can always change your mind. This is not engraved in stone and it doesn't have to stay the same way for the rest of your business. So I hope that you will use the suggestions that I've made in this episode to help you to determine your virtual assistant niche. If you like today's episode, I would love if you would subscribe to this on your favorite podcasting app, rate it, leave a review, and share it with your friends. Thanks for listening.